Hey everybody, Manny Garavito once again for the Miami Comedy Podcast. How are you? How have you been? How's your week? How's your weekend? It's already the second week of the brand new year. How are you feeling? Good, I hope. How are your New Year's resolutions? Are you going to do it this year? I'll tell you what, why don't you do 10 years resolutions? Give yourself a decade to get the goal done. Take your time. You'll get around to it. I hit the ground running as soon as it was 2020. I'm currently looking online to find ways to start up new projects. I mean, I got plenty enough as it is, right? But I've just been keeping afloat when it came to these new ideas. So whenever I get an idea, what I like doing is I like going right to work. And I think that's one of the reasons why you see so much content out there on my end. But every once in a while, if you look really closely, you can see that I kind of give up on writing content. But it's deliberate. The reason why is because I'm rehashing my creativity and I'm getting into new zones. I'm getting into lanes where it allows me to rest, relax, take a step back, look at the work that I've done so far, and then say, what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think every once in a while you kind of have to take a break. At least for me, that's what I like doing. I like taking little breaks of everything and kind of like going away for a little while. Uh, either by taking naps or going on a vacation or just hanging out with people. Nothing makes you feel better than hanging out with your fucked up friends every once in a while and realizing that your life isn't that bad. And then you switch it up. You then start hanging out with people that are a lot more successful than you and then you realize that your life could be a little bit better. Improvements can be made. And that's currently where I'm at in 2020. To make sure that I got this brand new perspective in the brand new year, or shall I say decade, I like going out and every once in a while, I mean, this is rare, but like little mini vacations from the work. And doing so allows me to go back and kind of do things a little bit better. So in case you don't know, I'm currently working on getting a comedy calendar to the next level. And comedycalendar.com is a website where people from other cities outside of Miami can put in their city and it'll show you a list of comedy shows. And some of the options that you'll see there are from Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, uh, LaughStub is on there. And uh, I'm looking into some other ticket providers. And I'm looking to also partner up with some people in different scenes. So not to reveal too much information, but there's someone I know that's a very close friend of mine that just opened the comedy club in Colorado, and he just hit me up talking about getting Comedy Calendar on the project and making that particular city in Colorado a a place where comedy can thrive and the, the scene can be built and, you know, all that good stuff. So it seems like a good opportunity. It seems like something that's... Uh, Very possible, and that can be done. But, you know, a lot of things got to come into play in order for something like this to work out. You can't just jump on board any old thing because there's a lot of variables involved, unfortunately. However, this idea, especially helping out uh, doing some marketing at a comedy club and getting the word out and bringing people together in a city to laugh is a very daunting and challenging task. But I think that's where all the good stuff is at. That's where you learn how to get good at whatever it is you do, right? Take up on challenges and try to figure it out later. So comedycalendar.com, I'm looking for um, different ways of implementing the 
original idea of easily finding a laugh in all the major cities in the United States and hopefully one day the world. I'd love to go on a tour that is possible through my own means rather than like waiting for someone to book me. Uh, I'd like to have the ability to do a show wherever I'd like. And even if you mess up, it's still fun and you can still do it again. I don't know. Is it me or is this, is it, is it, does it just seem that being a celebrity or a a well-known comedian, it's kind of falling into categorizing. And I'll give you an example. Like if you ask the common person who your favorite comedian is, like you just go up to someone randomly, not not someone that's a comedian or someone that runs a club or someone that's in the industry. Go up to somebody random, you know, a regular person, a regular common person that you'll see working at an office or a person sharing an Uber with you. Just ask them and say, who is your favorite comedian? Who makes you laugh? They're probably going to rattle off two or three names. Two or three. And they're most likely going to be on Netflix on HBO, Comedy Central, or some show like The Office or Seinfeld. And granted, these people deserve it. I mean, if they got those kinds of credentials, they're doing something, right? Don't get me wrong. However, I know a lot of comedians that are very, very good that are nowhere near that status and aren't easily discovered by the common people because... The categorized comedians, they kind of get on these broad channels. Their comedy style gets broadcasted, and then they're now well-known. So what about all the other comedians underneath? And I'm sure there's what, like at least 100,000. Maybe my estimation is off, but I'm sure there's thousands upon thousands of comedians working out there to make a name for themselves. And if the common person can only name two, three, four, five comedians, you know, off the bat, and they're on channels like Netflix and HBO and Comedy Central and all that, it almost seems that pursuing a career in comedy is kind of like winning the lottery. You're, you're waiting for that, you know, big break where someone else has full control of your comedy career and places it on a channel where it's broadcasted to the masses, and then now you're well-known. And I mean, I'm also aware that there's different levels of this. I mean, there's some comedians that aren't on Netflix or HBO or Comedy Central that are making really good money as a comic, but, you know, at the same time, to what extent? I mean, is there a ceiling to that kind of work or that level of being a comic? Is there... Is there a limit? Can you only make a certain amount before you reach your peak? All these questions come to mind because obviously your boy isn't a well-known comedian all over the world. However, I did work really hard in the city of Miami, kind of made a name for myself, very passive about my celebrity status. I mean, not to brag, but, uh, you know, I'd say one or two people recognize me every year or so. And, uh, hey, you get it where it's at, right? So what I'm trying to say is, Pursuing a career in comedy is is borderline absurd. A stranger is working to make strangers laugh. <laughs> and to pursue that all the way to mastering it, <laughs> to master that is uh, 
borderline absurd. Because I sometimes feel like even though when you're on stage and you're making strangers laugh and you're feeling like you're on top of the world when you make a room of strangers laugh, at the end of the show, no one cares. No one cares. Unless, you know, unless, again, you're a celebrity and you've got a big following because of that celebrity status. I'm talking about the people underneath, right? The people working to make a name for themselves. It, it just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you made a whole room laugh. It just ends short at some point after your show. So the reason I've invested so much time in understanding business or the comedy business and producing the kinds of shows that I produce here in Miami is to kind of make a name for not only myself, but the comedians I work with. So I give an opportunity for the comics that are performing to get to know their audience here locally so that they can understand how to make people laugh. Now imagine doing that at a national or a global level. That's what I'm talking about. So comedycalendar.com is essentially a solution where people can go on that website. You can go check it out yourself. It's live. It's working. Uh, A couple of tweaks are being done here and there. However, ComedyCalendar.com is a brand new um, idea. It's about a year now. I mean, it's still in the beta stages, I'd say. And we're just trying to give a solution where people can just go on there, put in their city, and find the shows coming up. And then we, uh, we provide it. We brand ourselves as that solution. And then eventually, once we get enough people on there, I like to go to places like Japan and just do a show at a bar there. And just show up and have a great time in Japan. Don't have to worry about anyone uh, booking me. There's no middleman needed to do that. Just send out an email and voila, they just show up. So uh, ComedyCalendar.com, everybody. Make sure that uh, you go check out that website. uh, Sign up. Tell your friends about it. Support. Click on the links. Buy a ticket. I mean, you could see Seinfeld through ComedyCalendar.com. You could go see Kevin Hart on ComedyCalendar.com. You can go to any city and find a show happening there. Granted, if it's on the ticketing providers we currently have. I'm still waiting for a couple of feedbacks, okay? I know you're listening. I know you're there, okay? I've seen the stats. I've seen you on the stats. You're out there. Send me an email, manny at miamicomedy.com. Go on Twitter. Send me a message there, at miamicomedy.com. I'll read it on here. We'll laugh about something that happened to you. We'll laugh about something on the news, We'll laugh about something that happened here locally in Miami. Whatever you want. Send me some sort of feedback. Let me know where I should go with this podcast. And with that being said, that is the end of today's episode. Once again, check out the website, ComedyCalendar.com. Oh, wait a second. You know, I usually do this in the beginning, but I've just been jumping on board into just putting the content out there that I completely forget. The whole purpose of Miami Comedy Podcast is to say some announcements. So, we're back on track in 2020 next week or shall i say from the day of the 6th all the way to the 12th a whole week we have about almost back to back shows i mean well monday through thursday to be specific so monday we're at the red bar tuesday sweet caroline bar wednesday at barter winwood thursday we're kicking ass over at mr wright's gold digger saloon and starting on the 24th, we got a brand new Friday night show. You heard it here first. That's right. This is the biggest announcement of the podcast. 
we've got a Friday night room. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do a slow, soft launch. We're not gonna go too hard. Still gonna get the word out. Still gonna put a badass show, but we're not gonna hit the ground running and and start doing it every Friday. We're gonna do it one at a time. We're gonna inch our way towards getting a Friday back to back show. So, in Miami, there's a area by uh by the south there by um Kendall or a little bit before Kendall. It's called uh, the Sunset Yard Beer Garden. Now, this place recently opened. It's got a fabulous pizza shop right next door. And this isn't your average pizza place, okay? This is an Italian place, but puts the name pizza up front to make it accessible. But once you go in and you sit down and you try the food, it's delicious. So right next to this pizza joint, there or shall I say restaurant, this pizza restaurant, <laughs> right next to it is a place called Sunset Yard Beer Garden. And Sunset Yard Beer Garden is kind of like a nightlife little loungy area. It's casual. It's got lounge seating. It's got benches. It's got tables. It's got a large bar. It serves all kinds of cocktails. But its specialty is craft beer. So if you like to pour up a cold one and watch a stand-up comedy show, January 24th, Friday. And this is going to be an 8 p.m. show. All right, 8 p.m. at Sunset Yard. It's going to be an amazing comedy event because finally we're back in the weekends. If you guys don't know, back in the day, and by back in the day, I mean 2018, we had a place called The Craftsman, which was in Mary Brickle Village. That we were, able, we were able to do shows Friday and Saturday there. And what happened was that was the only time we had a legit space to do comedy on the weekends because the way it works is like this. Uh, the weekends usually are... All the venues in Miami make pretty good business. But this particular venue recognized that our following was looking for business on the weekends and allowed us to do their show at their place. And we had back-to-back shows. I mean, we did like two or three shows in one night on a Friday and Saturday. And then the occasional Sunday, depending on who we had booked, right? So now that we're at Sunset Yard, we don't want to jump the gun just yet. We want to figure things out. We got to prove it to them. We've got to get the market there in that area known about, you know, that whole thing. We got to, like, you know, make sure all the pieces come together just fine. But I know for a fact that the market demands a weekend show. And now is the time to get this going. As soon as, as, soon as it was 2020, bam, solidified the deal. We got a date. We're moving forward from there. So go to MiamiComedy.com slash Sunset. Get all the information for the January 24th show because finally we've got a Friday night event. Okay? All right. That's it for the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. See you in the next episode.